Welcome to Talking Shit with a Yank and a Brit. I'm Kate. And I'm Gemma. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us again on our wonderful Talking Shit podcast where we touch on various subjects such as... What have we talked about? Oh God, I don't know. Everything um, and anything. Mm-hmm. Pens. Pens. I was looking at pens and then we also have talked about pens. <laughs> Um, we've talked about dating. We've talked about mm. gun control in America, which is, yeah. we didn't solve that one because that's still a problem. <laughs> no, I think there is a solution to it as we, you know, if you listen to that episode, you'll find our opinions and everything that we think. Yeah, I take that back. That. We did solve it. It's not our fault. No one listened to us. Yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, uh, I... I think we also talked about fashion, the 90s. Oh, yeah, throwbacks. Yep, and we've done games, music. We always decide whether someone's an asshole or not. And, Mm -hmm. you know, occasionally you will hear my cat or you might hear Gemma's dog. (laughs) I've also... Someone spoke to me about our 90s episode and was like, I can't believe you didn't bring up lava lamps. Oh, and I fuck. thought that was we a very up. good point. <laughs> yeah, we fucked up. Yeah. And a few weeks ago, I saw a thing about lava lamps. I was like, oh, my God. I love a lava lamp. Another thing that we didn't talk about that just occurred to me that you and I have off air talked about are what we call... <laughs> cootie catchers <laughs> and what you guys call fortune tellers right like the little boop, 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 oh yeah so the I little don't like origami yes. triangular yes. things that predict your future with incredible accuracy yep mm. yep we those were big i don't know why we didn't discuss those because i feel like we probably did those in the 90s yeah. at that age and then you know maybe digest why why we call them cootie catchers here yeah, I, why? I don't understand that. I don't have the answer for you, but I bet one of our listeners at home mm, does. Let us know. Then Please email do. us or get in touch on social meds. Uh, I'm abbreviating everything now these days. That's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> don't spit your coffee out. That's going to end up so poorly, but yes, I want you to try that. <laughs> also, did you do the mash thing? Yes. You did like. Mansion, Man- yeah. attic, uh, oh, shed, house. Apartment. Oh yeah, apartment. Man- yeah, mansion, apartment, shack. Ah, house. we had shed. And Same again, thing, right? I think I was going to live in a shed with Justin Timberlake. I think with seven children. Uh, what was the other option? Jobs. I can't remember the job one. I but mean, I, I think I kept happy. doing it until I got Justin Timberlake. So. <laughs> I was just going to say, who cares if you live in a shed? <laughs> you live in a shed with Justin Timberlake and your exactly. seven kids, all named JT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. JT Jr. <laughs> JT Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
Um, we've also got a little correction. We're going to call this one Nigel's Notes. Uh, last week we spoke about, well, we just, you know, casually mentioned that Kate is now Finnish because mm-hmm. we're going to move to Finland because it's happy there and there don't seem to be many troubles that modern people have to worry about. Um, and we referred to it as Flemish, which apparently <laughs> is a Dutch dialect. So, <laughs> um, Yes. Nigel notes, I appreciate the correction. It was pointed out by a few other people as well. Uh, we apologize. I think we caveated last episode with how tired we are and how limited our brain functioning is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thank you for approaching it with kindness instead of ridicule yeah. and shame. Yeah, we appreciate <laughs> that. We're just doing our best, people. That's all we can do. <laughs> I, unfortunately, am still in probably that same headspace, so forgive me. Well, just come along for the ride, Kathy. I'll take you on a journey of wonder and interest. (laughs) All you need to do is react. Okay. (laughs) I've got my coffee here from Kitty Town Coffee. Ooh. Going to do a little plug for no reason because they're not our sponsor. (laughs) But they- Did you uh, make it with a gen blip? A gen blip? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yep, a genbla, and then I poured it into the blend jet to finish ah, it up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thinking. But, uh, but um, it's really good, and they donate money to homeless cats if you buy Oh. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll get my coffee from there when I come over. Yeah, I'll bring you some. It's fine. There's the Tia blend and the Albert blend, which is what I'm drinking today. There's mm. also like a Rafiki. Okay, I'll stop now. <laughs> Okay. If they, if you do want to sponsor us, then just get in touch at talkshit to us at gmail.com. Thanks. <laughs> right, this week, I thought we could talk about conspiracy theories. I love it. Is this going to be the episode, though, where I find out that you believe some conspiracy theories and you find out I, and then we actually fall out now can't be friends anymore (laughs) (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. what do you mean that the moon landing didn't happen Gemma (laughs) the earth is flat okay Kate oh no I'm telling you I agree (laughs) okay good with you there fine (laughs) oh boy yeah okay tell me what you got I gotta hear these well I do although I don't believe them necessarily I do find them really interesting and I love going down a conspiracy rabbit hole Mm -hmm. me too I get really into it it's kind of akin to true crime kind of obsession a little bit I feel like yeah I think you're right it's just like I gotta hear this madness and talk about why it's plausible or not really and why people would believe such a thing or maybe I can understand it you know Mm. that's it so there's obviously a lot out there the most modern, not modern, but most recent one, I guess, is the, is it the QAnon? QAnon? Yeah. Ugh. That you, yeah. some of you Americans <laughs> seem to. Uh, started off with like the worst one. Yep. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about it. QAnon. <laughs> so it's like, interestingly, QAnon is like a collective, but also I think a conspiracy in and of itself. Maybe. I don't know. It's just right. like this really big, dumb thing. <laughs> so 
Is it just about COVID, QAnon? Or is it about loads of shit? I'm not really sure because I started getting annoyed when I was reading about it. (laughs) I don't blame you. Okay, so QAnon is a decentralized, far-right political movement rooted in a baseless conspiracy theory that the world is controlled by the deep state, a cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles (laughs) and that former... (laughs) President Donald Trump is the only person who can defeat it. Oh, wow. And I read that off the internet. I didn't just pull that out of my ass. So (laughs) So it's basically a Donald Trump fan club, really. Yeah. And it started in 2017, which is why it's not just COVID-based. But like COVID, I think, gave gave it a lot of fire or fuel. So did Donald Trump Uh, start it? (laughs) I mean, he's actually Q. I'm sure he is. No, I... I don't think he did, but he <laughs> fucking loves it. He loves anything that makes him seem like a really cool guy. <laughs> yeah, that's batshit. So did you know that it kind of started on 4chan and it's with this person or persons called Q who would post no. these predictions, theories, and it would be, for example, just like wait until this day because Trump's going to do a thing and he's going to send a message. And then like, it would be something like, you know, how a psychic can say, you're going to be really hungry in two days, you know, and it's yeah. like, oh my God, I was really hungry. Um, <laughs> it's like really vague stuff that can be very easily kind of like, oh, look, there it is. Like he smiled at the camera during one of his speeches and they're like, that's the sign. See, Q was right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's where Pizza Gate came from, which was yes, it is. Okay. Um I think it was Hillary Clinton, the Clintons, and a bunch of like celebrities, <gasps> left wing liberal people who I got really fucking Do you know what I'm talking about? In yeah. <laughs> in a a fucking long rabbit hole. And it, it was also connected to Justin Bieber's song. Um the Baby. yummy one. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know that, Tommy. <laughs> so this is how I, I fell down the hole. Well, so he released that song, Yummy. And then he released the video to it. And the video is of him like sort of playing a younger version of himself and going to like these celebrity parties where there's important people. And it seems as though in the video he is implying that he was potentially sort of passed around as oh uh, like yeah like exploited and yeah a bit of abuse okay yeah <clears throat> and so I went down this rabbit hole and then yeah it started going into the whole Pizzagate thing and how um they kill children and drink their blood and <laughs> it was wild honestly yeah, <laughs> yeah it that's crazy I didn't know that and the fact that the video actually implies that actually kind of just makes me feel a little little sad for yeah it made Justin me because really that probably did happen we know people in positions mm-hmm. of power abuse vulnerable people and kid stars in particular exactly so and there's loads of little fact- things in the video like there's like an image on a plate and if you look into it it's mad like that people are connecting every single thing in the video to like other stuff and yeah it's crazy shit makes me wonder if bieber is maybe of the QAnon fan club. Maybe. Wouldn't surprise me. He's probably quite traumatized from being a child star. 
So, and that's like one of their big things is like they are all save the children, left wing celebrities, people in power love sex trafficking kids, that sort of thing in that movie. Did you guys get it over there? It's called like, it's very new and it's about like sex trafficking. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Hold on. It's super new and okay. Sound of freedom. And it's about like a, right. a, a real life person who maybe like in the FBI or something who like helped like save some kids and take down a sex trafficking ring. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it because it's actually funded by people oh, really? who love Trump and QAnon and it's mm-hmm. a bunch of, it's like a propaganda too. And I'm just like, I refuse. But here's the thing is it's like, it's really hard to argue with people who are like sex trafficking kids are bad. Because yes, it is. Yeah, it's very bad. Yeah, we don't want that. No one's saying that. No, it's but just some of the other about, wild shit. Yes, because mm. there was this website. There's a website called Wayfair. There's this whole thing about how they're sex trafficking kids, and you would go look at like a product, and it's got like a cabinet that's called jewels, and it's worth. You have to pay like four grand for it, and it's because you buy it. And there's like a kid in it. What? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. I think that's probably enough on QAnon other than one yes. thing, that there's mm-hmm. been like news artic- or news reports about family members who've been like, I feel like I've like my daughter, my mother is dead because they are like so far deep into this like QAnon conspiracy that I don't have a relationship with them anymore. Really? And like even there's, wow. I think Anderson Cooper was like, there's... It's a traumatic, traumatic experience to lose a family member to QAnon. <laughs> yeah, it's like they've joined a cult, really. Yeah, very much. I don't mean to laugh. It's just, Fuck. it's so ridiculous that I, I can't help but laugh mm, because yes, it's like a cult. I guess a lot of it's also fueled by like, like Fox News and all this mm-hmm. fake news that comes out. Like there was a, a recent study. I can't remember who did it, but they. Spoke to a lot of people, and basically they said that if if it's said on these particular news channels, they believe it without question. Yeah. And a similar thing is happening with um, our younger generation. So anything they read on Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. they believe. They don't fact check anything. People aren't questioning whether it's true anymore. They just take it for face value, which is really fucking dangerous. This is a message to all of the youth out there who do that. And the elder generation. Well, I was... Do you really want to be lumped in (laughs) with the boomers and the elder generation? Because if I recall correctly, any time there is a similarity or an interest shared by those groups, we immediately move on to the next thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, parents and grandparents are using Facebook? We're going to like Instagram now. (laughs) Oh, they're using Instagram. We're going to TikTok. Yep. So it's just a really bad idea, first and foremost, to not fact check and to basically engage in confirmation bias, which is seeking out information that confirms your already Mm -hmm. well ingrained beliefs and not hearing other counter narratives and being open to it. Um, and also, you just seem really dumb. So don't do that. Stop. Yeah. Stop it. Just Stop it. Go in with a curious mind. 
don't accept everything at face value and do your own research. Come to your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. Okay. PSA. <laughs> okay, so on to some more fun ones then. Mermaids. <laughs> I didn't realise this was a thing until today. But apparently there's pack? a lot of people... I don't know what you mean. Well, there's mm-hmm. loads of people that think that mermaids are real. Gemma, they oh. are real. I don't... I don't know what you're talking about. People think they're not real? Is that what you mean? Have you seen the There's people mermaid? out there who think... <laughs> Have you seen the Netflix series Mermaids? <laughs> they're real. <laughs> they are real. Okay. Well, okay, so this is um, a conspiracy theory that's actually been going on for thousands of years. Okay. So the idea that mermaids swam through the vast oceans has been alive and well thousands of years in fact the conspiracy theory that mermaids are real and world governments know about them but are keeping their existence a secret still persists today always goes back to the government doesn't it um ufos of the sea (laughs) (laughs) so in 2012 the discovery channel released a mockumentary called mermaids the body found that set off like a social media frenzy um is that the one where they had like a skeleton? It was fake. Yeah. Okay. Um, I never thought it was like, real though. Yeah, people were confused about how real it was and people went mental, but actually it was all just fake and it was a mockumentary. And <laughs> again, question what you watch, guys. Come on. I wonder if the makers of that mockumentary were like, we should have maybe put a disclaimer at the top. Because <laughs> we thought it was clear. We thought it was clear it wasn't. <laughs> Is that what makes some of those things so good? I can't remember what I watched a while ago. It was some... Kunk on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious. She's so good. Uh, it was some, I think it was like a scary movie or something. And at the beginning of it, they say this is based on a true story. And it was like Mm -hmm. really fucking scary. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that's true. And then I Googled it afterwards and they were like, no, it's not actually true. They just put that in to make it more scary. And, you know, I was like, okay. It worked. Yeah. So, well, and I think the thing about mermaids is interesting because it really does come from, I think, the lore of ancient times and sirens and stuff like that and sailors. So, like... Mm -hmm. Really, that just, I think, carried through just like, you know, like I said, UFOs and Loch Ness Monster and all of that. Like, people see shit. Really, sir, that's just actually a walrus on a, on a rock. But <laughs> yeah, mermaid, whatever. Let's go with that. It's funner that way. Yeah, I like it. But with UFOs, uh, the US government have been releasing a lot of uh, recent stuff. Yeah. On, what do they call them now? UAPs? I don't know why they need to change the name, but whatever. Um, Uh, And that, to be honest, my little conspiracy mind does think, what are they trying to hide? Why are they coming out now and releasing all this stuff about UFOs when they've denied and denied and denied and denied it for decades? What are they doing behind the surface? I actually think that's a really maybe less conspiracy theory, but it's good to wonder if this is, excuse me, if this is something meant to distract. detract from some other news, right? Because mm-hmm. I think we've seen something will happen and then it's like, oh, well, you know, they're able to kind of like do this thing in Congress and no one's talking about it. Um, but then 
I'm also like, well, we can talk about it though. Like you just said it. Now I want to talk about it. But I think that's a good question. Okay. So UAP stands for unidentified anomalous phenomena. That is actually mm. like a really complicated phrase to say. <laughs> anomalous phenomena. Anomalous phenomena. Nothing. Oh, it's a catch-all term to describe objects detected in the air, sea, and space. They just wanted to make one term for all of the areas that we don't know anything about. Yeah, so Mermaid would be a UAP too. Mm. To be fair, I'm not saying that we have had UFOs here, UAPs, but I do believe aliens exist because I think it's mental to think how vast this universe is i think one arrogant thing to think that we are the only intelligent life mm-hmm. form within that like yeah I that's agree crazy with you. but i'm also yeah. like why why are they coming here <laughs> or if if like why haven't they come and been more like explicit like hey yeah because i think we would do that honestly if we were Finding then would you? Because it would be terrifying. Like if you went to a world full of like eight billion other creatures to land and be like, "Hey, <laughs> would be." Well, we've kind of done that. I mean, we've risked it by going to the True. moon and like sending. I mean, I think we would have to scope it out first, right? Yeah, maybe that's what they're doing. They're coming here, scoping us out. Who knows? But how long do they need? It's we're only getting dumber. <laughs> True. It's not like we're getting more advanced and dangerous. We're just getting dumber and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Bob Lazar documentary? No. Oh, you should that? watch that. So Bob Lazar is a... So he's a... I think he's an engineer. And in the late 80s, he claims that he worked at... Area 51 and was hired to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology. Oh, okay. And he, at the time, spoke out about it and spoke about all these things and showed people drawings of stuff like that and no one fucking believed him, just thought he was a nut. Yeah. Um, and there's there's some claims that he made back then which have since been proven to be true. So now his claims are sort of being taken as more credible. Um, and there's a there's a Netflix documentary on it, and honestly, watch it. It's fascinating, and there's like crazy shit because he he starts obviously making the documentary, but he's convinced that he's like being surveyed, and then lo and behold, like the next day, the FBI come in and like raid his property, or the CIA or something like that, and then that makes you think, okay, why if what he's saying is bollocks and he's just a crazy conspiracy theorist. Why are they raiding his home? Well, I'll tell you, because he was arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring, and he (laughs) was ultimately charged with felony pandering, and he he and his wife were charged with violating the Federal Hazardous Substance Act by shipping restrictions. I mean, those could be reasons why. Oh, yeah. That might might do it. Not that that means his other stuff, but, you know, that could be a reason. Yeah, that might be part of it. I mean, that, I think the documentary was made quite recently, and those charges were in 2006, but maybe, yeah. But yeah, watch it. It was really interesting, and by the end, you're like, fuck. Yeah. 
I think whether or not we get to this today, but as we're talking off air, I think, you know, just as there's always like a really convenient excuse about things like, oh, they're doing this to me, you know, big media, big pharma wants to make me look bad. It would, it could very easily be, you know, the same as you're, you're just a crazy person. Here's some, here's some charges too, though, to make you even look further not credible yeah. because I'm, Governments are fucked up. They do shady shit. I know mm-hmm. this. Like, we know this is true. Yep. So, I mean, I can't remember. Like, after World War II, I think it was Operation Paperclip, where the U.S. government basically was like, it'd be a shame for all these really smart, um, you know, high high up in the Nazi regime people to just, like, put them in jail. They're so smart. We should have them come over here and make shit mm. for us. And we'll just give them new identities. That's mm. fucked up. <laughs> Yep. Those people were war criminals, criminals. evil. And you're like, oh, but you're, you did the thing. You did the really smart thing that we, yeah. So I know that there's things like that that happen, but Mm -hmm. I also just, I guess I take everything with a grain of salt too. So yeah, that's it. It's, um, it's weighing the crazy up, I guess, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How cool is the name laser though? I just want to (laughs) say. I think it's Lazar. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Bummer. So you've heard of the Illuminati, right? Hmm. Illuminati, Illuminati. Hmm. Oh, you haven't? Oh, this is exciting. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I actually really loved um, the Dan acting. Brown books. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know, the Illuminati is basically the conspiracy theory that the world is run by like a secret power called the Illuminati and they've got like a little triangular symbol with an eye in as their symbol and then it just goes wilder and wilder and they think that like certain celebrities are involved like they think Beyonce's in the Illuminati and that's why she's so successful and Pizza Gate you know so or (laughs) she's busy lady (laughs) (laughs) um so this one is that that Denver airport is a hub for the Illuminati have you been there? Because I've no. been there. Tell me, I'll tell you um, if you have some examples, I'll tell you if I've seen it, what they're talking about. Okay, so they believe that Denver Airport is a hub for the Illuminati and the New World Order. And it also acts as a gateway to hell. Who knew? Yeah, oh, I've totally been to hell from there. <laughs> yeah, they have duh. great fries. <laughs> <laughs> great fries there. So... Um, They think it's a hub for the lizard people who run the government and much of the world. Some believe that DIA is the home base of the Illuminati, while others believe it's actually a portal to hell. With Blucifer, which is the giant blue horse sculpture which killed the artist who made it with demonic glowing red eyes guarding the gateway. So that's how you get in. There is a horse. It is huge. It did kill its creator and it does have glowing eyes. It's actually very weird statue but Mm. whatever (laughs) so apparently there are also weird murals on the wall depicting nazi imagery and a commemoratorium capstone plaque that mentions the new world airport commission an organization that does not exist between that the gargoyles in the jepperson turmoil 
terminal, terminal. rather. <laughs> <laughs> and the interactive gargoyle that welcomes travellers to the Illuminati headquarters before correcting himself and welcoming the masses to Denver International Airport. Something weird seems to be going on here. DIA is either poking fun at all the conspiracy theories surrounding the facility or they're hiding something in plain sight. <laughs> okay. So it's definitely the True. first. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't, I've always wanted to like go find that gargoyle because it's just a staff person who occasionally like, well, <laughs> it's a robot, like, you know, kind of some of those kitty places that have yeah. the animatronic things and there's mm-hmm. someone just speaking in a microphone somewhere. It's what it is. But of course he was going to poke fun at all these theories. Why wouldn't you? I yeah. would. Fuck it. Bring some tourists. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I haven't spent enough time to like walk around and look at all of the like different symbols that people point to, but I've known about that and some of like the people talk about kind of like, oh, and this, you know, at the Denver airport, this weird shit happens. And it's like, okay. Yeah, probably <laughs> some weird shit happened at the Denver airport, but I bet it also happens all over the place. Mm-hmm. They're playing on it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Bigfoot, Sasquatch? <laughs> you know, I don't know if I really have any. <laughs> but but you don't you lay know, in people- bed and think about it? and how big his feet are and how he's probably just really misunderstood yeah poor Um, guy he's been on his own for fucking years out there freezing his ass off yeah and he's just big and hairy like come on everyone leave him alone i think it's interesting that different cultures have different versions of it like Mm. yeti sasquatch um bigfoot i'm sure there's other ones too um and i think you know people talk about these sightings and sure you probably did see something was it just a big ass bear probably yeah maybe not i don't know what are your thoughts yeah right (laughs) i think you know it's possible that there is a a big old animal out there yeah but i just think with like all the technology we have and the amount of people that go out there hunting and whatnot. Like, no one's ever managed to get a decent picture of it. It's always blurry mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. fucking and, like, miles ju- away. Just as he's walking behind a tree, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every time. Like, it just seems a bit, you know, come on. We've got good cameras now, guys. Same with um, the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Like, I do, I like the idea of having, like, a big dinosaur in that one and only lock. Yeah. <laughs> of all the locks in Scotland. Yeah. Um, but again, no one can get a decent picture of it. They've even done like proper deep research deep, deep dive. Deep, yeah. yeah, deep dive investigations. They haven't found anything. Although I think recently there's been more activity and they've, I don't know, got a new picture or there's a picture of some large creature from a satellite photo or drone or something. I th- I like the idea too, particularly if it's just this like gentle dinosaur. But it's <laughs> yeah. like this lake can't be that deep. It's not no. the ocean, right? It, exactly. <laughs> unless there's like a cavern somewhere that it just goes into. Oh, they're coming! I'm gonna go hide. Well, like theories are that they because they've mapped the underwater area now, and they think there are channels to the sea. So they okay. think it might just be like some sort of whale or a big ass whale or some dolphin or something that comes creature. in occasionally yeah something like yeah. that <laughs> i just 
<laughs> I just saw a picture <laughs> of uh it's obviously fake, but it's Loch Ness Monster sighted and it's just like this big ass thing and it's like <laughs> just smiling at the camera. <laughs> and it makes me wonder if people saw this again, like we're talking about earlier, where people are like, Oh my god, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this is on National Geographic. I suppose they probably need to be like, this is not real, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> FYI. Disclaimer. It's for some sort of educational thing for grades five through eight. So I think it's just probably a creative writing prompt for kids. But the picture is so, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle walruses is a quote in here. Oh. As like maybe a possible an explanation. But they talk about other cryptids such as chupacabra you know Mm, yeah another kind of mythical creature um and a part of me is like they've also become kind of a like a like a fable or there's like a moral to it like ah santa claus says you need to be good in order to get presents kind of like that right you know like don't go outside at night and you know drink and do bad things because bigfoot will get you yep (laughs) The boogeyman's coming. Right, right. So this is another one, which, to be honest, I think could be true, that we're living in a matrix. And this is all <laughs> a hallucination, not hallucination, what do you call it? A hologram. Virtual, yeah, simulation. We're all just, like, hooked up to something in, in a coma. <laughs> yeah. Or I don't or- think literally, but... A lot of very clever people have come out and said there's a very high probability that we are living in some sort of matrix or AI-created world, Mm -hmm. Um, which I guess makes it feel more credible. They might be fucking with us. Who knows? But looking for the answers of why are we here, where do we come from, that seems like a credible uh, or a more, um, what's the word? Uh, plausible plausible explanation basically well let's walk down that path for a second shall we um i think one could even kind of say well sure because if we're looking at it from a purely religious perspective you could say that you know if we are created by god and like kind of Everything's based on his will, his design and stuff. That could arguably be said, like, we're all kind of in this kind of virtual simulation of God, right? And that's why um, it's like a, not a test, but just like a, you know, a simulation that is designed for there to be good things, bad things. You know, people always talk about, like, why, why would God do this if that was real? Well... Turns out maybe God's not just like this really kind of benevolent being. It's it's literally like we're here to kind of experience the up and downs in, of life. And, you know, either we do it right or we do it wrong. And then there's heaven or hell. It's all simulation. He's just playing a huge fucking game of The Sims. Yeah. I mean, his little that, creations. I think that's people could get really upset about kind of uh, boiling it down to that. But I think in essence, that could be one theory. The second thing I would point out, though, is if we are in some sort of matrix and there's we're not supposed to know that, then there it seems unlikely to me that people would 
be able to somehow figure it out, like mm. the glitch in the matrix, right? Like if that happened, whoever's controlling the simulation would fix it, be able to erase our memory, take out people who figured it out in some way so that they're not walking around talking about it. Um, but I guess then the other question would be like, well, no one is really like believing it and not and like changing their behavior to address it. So maybe it's not a huge risk, right? Mm. It all goes back to like if if there's a being or something behind it controlling it, would they allow that to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. I also read that there's conspiracy theories theorists that believe that we're like an experiment of aliens. And so yeah. that's why they come and visit us because they put this little checking world Checking in on their little, they're, they're little project. To see how, how we are, seeing if we destroyed oh, each other dumb. with nuclear energy yeah. yet. <laughs> still dumb, yep. Yeah. It's like, oh, they, they, they have the tech that we placed out there for them to find, but they're using it for really dumb shit. <laughs> they created that's not TikTok. What we gave that was, it to them for. No, God, they're so dumb that I, you know, I honestly can, <laughs> I can roll with that one because it's kind of amusing, but Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But there are some conspiracy theories that turned out to be true, Catherine. So there was one, which we probably haven't heard of, called the Dead Baby Project. Oh, God. No, I don't think I have, but it sounds horrible. So the conspiracy was, so it was after the, in the wake of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Okay, yeah. Um, US government commenced a major study to measure the effects of the nuclear fallout on the human body. So the, the conspiracy was that the government was stealing dead bodies to do radioactive testing. Mm-hmm. Turned out, was kind of true. The yeah. government was stealing parts of dead bodies because they needed uh, young tissue. And they recruited a worldwide network of agents to find recently deceased babies and children and then take samples and even limbs um, each collected without notification or permission of the 1,500 grieving families. Mm. Gross. Yeah. So that's pretty fucked. Well done, government. Yeah. Well, and we know about the the project, uh, the Tuskegee. Tuskegee I, sorry, my brain, I'm not going to pronounce it right. But basically, the U.S. government gave a bunch of black people uh, a vaccine that had syphilis in it just to like test the effects really because yeah oh yeah because our government hates um you know wow. black and brown people mm. and that it eventually came out that they did that um and basically told them they're giving them uh, a vaccine and really infected them and then just kind of studied the effects of it uh without you know so fucked up and mm. you know now i don't blame people for not trusting the vaccine I blame people who have no reason to not trust the vaccine, mm-hmm. a.k.a. white people. Um, you can't co-op their trauma, so stop. But I totally get why there's this distrust of, you know, that sort of thing over here because our government actually fucking did shit to people yeah. with it. So. And again, this is another one. So the government mind control conspiracy theories that the CIA was testing LSD and other hallucinogenic drugs on Americans in a top secret experiment behavior modification and that turned mm. out to be true it was known as mk ultra oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. where they started using volunteers um to test lsd and hallucinogenics um 
that they soon yeah, like, started. People became... volunteer to do anything. Just say, we want to do this. Who's up That's for it? it? Yeah. People be like, yeah, I'll do some drugs. Cool. Mm. But the thing <laughs> is, is they started dosing people without their knowledge as well to test it. And then that ended up in a load of people becoming mentally disabled because mm-hmm. uh, they took too much LSD, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Dead babies, syphilis, LSD. <laughs> These are all very government related, actually. Maybe yeah. some people have a point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying I, I get it in some ways. In other ways, I don't. <laughs> but I think yeah. with all of those, like there was evidence. Some things, there's like no evidence. It's all like, oh, see the image on the plate? Like, yeah. Okay. I've come up with this crazy theory and now I'm going to tell everyone about it. They're all going to believe it and then we're going to run wild yep. with it. Yep. Um, okay, so another one was that John Lennon was under government surveillance. So at the time... It was because of his anti-war sentiment, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, his anti-war songs didn't exactly endear former Beatle John Lennon to the Nixon administration. Um, Fuck Nixon, to be honest. In 1971, the FBI put Lennon under surveillance and the Immigration and Naturalization Service tried to deport him a year later. Well, you know... Go back to England! (laughs) That's... Anytime, like, there was the the Red Scare when everyone was like, you're a commie, and the government tracked people that they thought were, you know, anti-American commies who were, you know, and celebrities got impacted. Like, I think a lot of governments do that, you know? If we were in England saying, being really vocal about stuff and they were considered us a threat, then, you know, we'd probably be, like, on a watch list too, you know? And it's just, some of it, it's like... Well, I mean, John Lennon was a singer and vocal about being anti-war. And I guess they justified it by thinking he has a large fan base that he could influence. I don't know. But Mm. it was also fucking John Lennon. Like, what's he going to do? You know, people recognize him everywhere. He's not going to get away with planting a bomb somewhere. You know, (laughs) the same thing happened with, you know, like Woodstock and the whole free love movement and the drug movement in the 60s. They, that's when they banned LSD, mushrooms, mm-hmm. you know, any hallucinogenic drug that actually opens your mind to feeling more connected with other people. They decided to ban it. It's like, and then they're like, "Oh, it turns out it actually makes people, you know, <laughs> they think they have really good ideas, but then when they come out of it, it's like, oh, oh that was actually really the, this good. art I painted that I thought was beautiful is actually really bad." <laughs> But they were they were doing studies into it at the time, which were finding really interesting findings, which have now recently been taken back up because the laws have been relaxed and they actually mm-hmm. want to know what's happening. And it's looking like, you know, LSD, MDMA, psilocybin can have dramatic effects on depression. It, it tends, it's looking like it's working better than antidepressants mm-hmm. and it actually resets something in your brain. So people that have been suffering from severe anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. you know, severe mental illnesses for decades, turns out we need to do is take a few fucking mushrooms <laughs> and you're all good. Well, yes, I think 
we're talking about the really chronic cases, right? That aren't, mm-hmm. you know, situa- situational in nature, don't respond to therapy or regular medication. Mm-hmm. I mean, ketamine therapy is a thing that's yeah. been pretty used pretty frequently now. Um, and you have to wonder about it. And same when people talk about like the use of marijuana and helping with, you know, depression and anxiety too. Um, you have to wonder though, because Maybe it's more natural. Maybe it's because of some of the psychotropic effects they have. Um, And I think the other key is like microdosing too. Because we also, I was just reading a Reddit article about a guy who took 200 hits of acid because he thought he was getting pulled over. And his friend was like, he was never the same again. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. In a way that like, he's okay, but he's weird. So. (laughs) (laughs) He's on another dimension, motherfucking hell. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's just too bad that people don't want to consider those things um, because Mm. it can be helpful to people who really the normal treatments don't work, you know, just like with cancer and pain relief. Yeah. And PTSD, things like that. There's a really great uh, BBC documentary because they're doing loads of studies in London now and have been for a a few years. And they follow some of those studies where they go into the hospital and they are dosed with whatever they're taking. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they're they're sat in a really calming environment and they're with a therapist. So it's not just like they give you the drug and off you pop. Have fun. Have fun, kid. Like It's a treatment. (laughs) We set up a rave in the basement if you're interested. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah it was great and they they spoke to the people afterwards um it was it was really interesting some people weren't affected by it at all and just you know we're like i I don't feel any difference Mm -hmm. um but i had a great trip though yeah i had a wonderful (laughs) time Um, but other people had like really profound experiences on it and it you know said that they hadn't felt depressed for a month whereas they'd been depressed for 20 years before that and yeah. something we need to look into, guys, because nature has got a cure for everything, I believe. <laughs> Except for, you know, being a dick. <laughs> That's an easy There's cure no cure for, for asshole. <laughs> well, just stop. Right? Just stop, yeah. <laughs> Take a look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of a, I know that was a, a rabbit hole of our own. I don't, I wouldn't say that, like, drug you, like, ex- drug treatment for chronic health and mental health issues is so much a conspiracy but people just seem to have a problem with it right like Mm. well i think the conspiracy was created around it with the whole nixon thing it was him that oh right created it the the whole war on drugs which ultimately has failed and will never work right no the Um, war on drugs actually did far more harm than mm -hmm. good Than drugs actually cause, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Same with like no child left behind and, you know, tough on crime. It's it, but you know, it's all political bullshit because no one's going to win an election saying I'm going to be soft on crime. Right. Like, so it's just like, they don't consider the actual implications of some of the things that they, you know, say, they just know it's what the masses want to hear. Right. Because again, no one's going to be like, you know what? Sex trafficking of kids isn't that big of a deal. So, like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't mind that. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's it's because in Portugal they've decriminalized all drugs now. All of them. Um, yeah, and created like, like centers for like heroin addicts to go and safely do heroin and things like or that. Needles and, have their drugs tested. Yeah, I think that's yeah. all really important. And like, I think the thing that people forget. Or, or automatically assume 
Like you can go get some needles and have your drugs tested. Oh, great. Well, let's just make it so easy for them to use drugs. No, they also actually have people there to provide resources and information for people who maybe do want to get clean and sober, mm-hmm. um, you know, medical care, it really kind of to help. It's not just like it's with Planned Parenthood. People are like, oh, just it's you go get your abortions there. No, actually, it has family planning and other services to actually limit the possibility of needing an abortion, too. So. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking idiots. Exactly. Any other ones? Conspiracy theory is that the government is spying on you. With the advances in technology, the government is using its vast resources to track citizens. Now, the truth is, in 2016, government agencies sent 49,868 requests for user data to Facebook, um, 27,000 to Google, and 9,000 to Apple, according to the Electronic Frontier Foundation, EFF. Um, a major nonprofit organization that defends civil liberties in the digital world and advises the public on matters of internet privacy. You probably also heard that your computer camera could be used to spy on you. Now, this is something I know about from my line of work because we often mm-hmm. do like. You spy on people with their webcams? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we have to learn like. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I do all night? I'm watching you. <laughs> Aww. I just like it. I feel close. Um, but no, like, obviously we do training on, like, cybersecurity and what hackers can do. And, mm-hmm. man, they are terrifying. Like, yeah. So, for example, they could hack into your phone, your iPhone, mm-hmm. and say it's on the side of your coffee table and you've got some bank documents, something like that. They can take a 3D image of your room and put together and read any documentation you've got lying around with all like your you know personal information yeah. social security mm-hmm. bank details things like that well and i do love leaving those just out in the open yeah who doesn't <laughs> sure, i'm just lying around in my house yeah and i put my phone right next to it all the time um uh, yeah i i well just like you said like there's advances in technology that are really great but also can be terrifying for bad things right but i do want to just <laughs> the thing about the U.S. government anyways, it there's this thing called the Patriot Act, and basically it says that the FBI can basically secretly and without warrant conduct a wiretap or search of mm-hmm. uh, any, you know, any American citizen, however they want, mm-hmm. without probable cause. And our Constitution actually, like, says that you have to have a, you know, no un- unlawful search and seizure. You have to have a warrant, probable cause. But actually, like, we just ha- we can just make laws that say no. Nope, can just actually, override it. It's fine. Uh, you know, under exceptional circumstances, which we're going to also describe as literally anything we want it to be. Uh, and then, you know, it's up to, you know, states or people to basically say that's not constitutional. And then depending on what the Supreme Court looks like at the time, they're going to be like, nah, it's fine. So, I mean, it's eh. we have laws that basically say that they're allowed to do this. This should not be a surprise to anybody. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't. Uh, I mean, I've had weird things where like I've been on my laptop and then I've seen my webcam come on. A little light come on and I'm like uh what the fuck's happening like shut it do you have like a little flap on yours we have my work one at least has a little like slide cover so sometimes I'll just just in case I'll just close it yeah you should because it could just be a perf trying to check you out well I'm I'm less concerned about my work laptop my personal one which arguably has less security on it the one I'm talking to you on right now. (laughs) I mean, it has plenty. It's very 
I'm very secure. You never know who could be uh, listening. But the little light's on right now. Oh, my God. So, oh. oh, it's just us. Oh, it's okay. Never mind. It's we're all welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think just kind of assuming that it's probably happening at all times and just whether you care or not or accept that risk or can at least take some modicum of like safety measures to like don't keep all your personal documents out in the open yeah don't open dodgy looking links on emails if there's spelling mistakes in emails don't click on them like it's crazy how many people do that Mm -hmm. genuinely even we've had you know things happen at work where I'm Mm -hmm. like you work an investigation how are you not <laughs> looking at that email and your name wrong <laughs> they spelled their <laughs> yeah. name wrong it said it's you know amazone <laughs> <laughs> yeah our, we have to do trainings for that at work and they also will send us little test ones to see if we fall for it yeah <laughs> so fun cheeky buggers <laughs> Do you want to do an Am I the Asshole? You know you, uh, baby. You know I do. Am I the asshole for admitting in front of all of my husband friends, husband's oh. friends, that I've never mm. had an orgasm? <laughs> Juicy. Okay, what accent okay. should I do for this? Let's one? do it. <laughs> I'm going to do a southern accent, okay? <clears throat> Perfect. Recently was my husband's friend's birthday party, and it was a it was a bigger party and all my... I can't do it. You start just skewing to straight American, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> do... Can you do like a... Maybe Irish? Can you think you can hold an Irish accent? Oh, I'll see. Okay. <clears throat> Irish. Right. Okay. Turty turt. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, it was my husband's friend's birthday party. It was a bigger party. And all my husband's friends and their wives were there. No kids. One woman that I'm friendly with was annoyed with her husband and joked, Men, if they didn't get us off, why would we keep him? And she laughed. (laughs) I awkwardly laughed, but I guess I looked uncomfortable. And she asked me what was up. Uh, And she pointed out that I made a weird face. I said, I've never had an orgasm before, so I guess I couldn't relate. Almost a dozen people looked at me, and when I said that, it was super awkward. The wife then awkwardly asked, is everything okay down there? And I said, yeah, I've just never had anyone try, I guess. For the next ten minutes, all of my husband's friends took turns insulting him in various ways. Many women talked about how they'd they'd never be married to someone who couldn't get the job done. My husband made us leave early, and when he got home, he lectured me about how I humiliated him. I pointed out Mm. that she had asked, and I have a tendency to be honest. He's been really upset over the last couple of days, and he keeps trying to say that we can't talk to his friends now because they think badly of him. (laughs) Am I the arsehole for being honest here? (sighs) Okay, nice job, first of all. I actually thought that was really perfect because that that feels like a conversation that two Irish lasses would have. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Um... N- not the asshole. I've got She'd an edit. An asshole. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. She also goes on to say, 
I've brought up the issue on countless times in the past and he tells me it's not important slash not a big deal that he doesn't get me off. Since it's not that important, I don't see why I have to hide it like I'm some kind of dirty secret. Fuck that guy. <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. Um I was going to say it would be probably more assholey behavior if she did it with the intention to humiliate, shame, embarrass him in front of people, right? Yeah. Like if they were having a fight and she's like, well, you've never made me come, so fuck you, you know, right? But mm-hmm. she couldn't, she couldn't like fake that because she also no. can't fake an orgasm, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when, like, when that woman made the comment, she couldn't be like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and poor oh, I love her. It. Beca- because I feel like if she knew, like, how to address this in a way that was like, well, she's trying. If her husband knew how to respond in a way that was, um, you know, sensitive and caring and actually, like, it seemed to, you know, prioritize her in some way, then you know, maybe she would have been a little more discreet about it. But as she, mm. like she said, he said it wasn't a big deal. So I guess I just thought it wasn't a big deal. I mean, what I would say to the husband is, well, if it's not a big deal, then every time we have sex, I'll just stop just before you come, mate. Yeah. Whether or not you do, when I'm ready mm. to be done, I'm yeah, just going to be really done. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, I'm just going to stop because... What I'd say to her is there are plenty of help you can get. There's toys. There's, um, you know, sex therapists that you could talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, your husband sounds like a douchebag. Because everybody should yeah. enjoy sexual activity. Yeah, I can, I can sort of see why he's pissed off because he's probably embarrassed. But that's his fucking fault well, for the not fact trying. His, well, yeah, and the fact that his friend, fact that his friends are making fun of him, I think, should make him feel like, oh, maybe I should actually care about this. You yeah. know? Oh, everyone else is doing it. Well, and the fact that I haven't is like a me problem rather than a her problem. How did are ages on that? Like, does it say I, uh, you know, whatever female? No. I should. Ca- I'm sad for her because of the nature of the relationship. Too among also the fact that that's not an experience she's ever had. But if she's older too, like there could actually be some sort of medical issue going on. Yeah. Or she's just had very poor lovers. That too. I mean, I'm, I make we're making some assumptions here, but let's just say she's you know in her twenties, whatever, and he's like the only person she's been with, right? Mm-hmm. Then maybe he's just really bad and doesn't care yeah. and she's not unfortunately had the opportunity to like kind of experiment i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> and also the female orgasm is a lot more complicated than the male orgasm like yeah men see and get turned on whereas we often need to feel secure mm-hmm. um able to be vulnerable safe mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it it takes a lot more um, gotta prime that pump a little more Exactly. You've got to warm up that oven before you stick in the turkey, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. What other euphemisms can we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's lots. There's loads of other ways to go about it and to build up the whole experience as, um, you know, um, uh, a, a, a turnable event. Some women just mm-hmm. have sex because they feel like they should. 
Right. It, sh- it shouldn't be like that. Everyone needs to enjoy what they're doing. He does. It sounds like he doesn't give a fuck. So yeah, to the extent that they have, you know, the uh, frequency in which they have intercourse, I it, my guess is it's he doesn't really worry about where she's at. Nope. At the time and like how much how much effort he needs to put into you know really uh butter her bread so to speak yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and fun fact for you that 80 percent of women cannot orgasm from penetrative sex so guys you really mm-hmm. need to be focusing on the foreplay it's the best bit for women so just saying yep and it's uh you know like we're our our vaginas are delicate little flowers, flowers that have lots of different you know nerve mm. endings in different spots and you know, it's not just a hole, it's other things. Mm, that's it. I think it's like 8,000 nerve endings on the outer areas of our flower. Mm-hmm. So just pay that a bit of attention and you'll... And that's just the start. Mm, that's just the start, baby. There's loads of resources <laughs> online. Don't look at porn, though. Not very good. Uh, it's not realistic, guys, for the younger generation. Unless it's specifically designed to be focused on the woman then yeah. maybe and be educational yep mm. <sighs> well not the asshole he's kind of the asshole the fact that he after that shaming he has not been like genuinely like trying to have a conversation about it and just shuts it down and is like can't see my mates anymore it dude i don't i don't want to say leave him because i feel like i've done that in a lot but like <laughs> i that just sounds like a really unsatisfying relationship that your yeah. partner really doesn't have any desire to make better. Exactly. Fuck that. Get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, on that note. From conspiracy theories to the female orgasm, we really ran the gamut there. <laughs> <laughs> we really cover every subject on this podcast. And if you'd like to get involved, please email us at talkshittous at gmail.com. I've been toying with the idea in my head and not discussing with you yet, but like <laughs> at some point I would even love to have like people call in or leave a message that we play and talk about. Yeah. That would be fun. I'm up for that. So if that's something you might be interested in doing, hit us up because we could try to, you know, we can give it a go. Yeah. Send us a voice note on like Instagram. Which anything. Is... Literally or anything. anything. <laughs> Literally anything. I mean, you don't have my personal number and I'm not going to give that out. Um, but yeah, get in touch and send us questions, stories that we can play and you can get involved in the podcast. Yeah. And I, you know, I guess if you really want to tell us, maybe we got something wrong. Fine. Fine. We can take feedback, but also we need you to be nice about it because otherwise we're just going to be like, you're like really mean <laughs> and I don't want to hear it. You're so mean. <laughs> well, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Enjoy your your roast dinner. Thank you. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Until next time. Until next time. Bye.